Hey y'all, it's Monday. Y'all know what that means. It's your girl Jasmine Zaytara and you are now tuned into the Beautifully Wounded podcast. So welcome back. I hope y'all had a great weekend. I had a busy weekend. Y'all know I'll be having to give y'all a recap of what my weekend was like when we come and do these episodes on Monday. But yeah, my weekend was busy. It was a little stressful. Um, I did move. So shout out to that. I got my keys to my place on Friday and it's kind of just been a packing and unpacking and throwing away things and organizing and, you know, just getting settled. Moving is exciting. Um, When I got my keys on Friday, I was really excited. But then by the time Saturday came, I just felt completely overwhelmed. Um, Yeah, I just felt overwhelmed. I felt overwhelmed yesterday morning. I was just talking to my mom and she kind of was just walking me through some things. And my space is different than anything I've ever lived in before. So I just thank God for how he just continues to elevate me um, and things that we may take for granted sometimes just in my space when it comes to how convenient it is for me and my children and um, just how good it is for me and my children. So to those of you who listen, who know that I moved. I did like make a post, just something minor showing me I'm packing a little bit and I got a couple congratulations. So I just want to say thank you um, to those of you who remembered. And I just want to say thank you to y'all for continuing to tune in. I have a new recording space. So I'm currently recording from my walk-in closet with my microphone on my laptop. So I'm pretty excited about that to just have a space dedicated to recording. When we moved, well, when we were in Decatur, Illinois, before we moved back um, to where we are now, I used to record from my kids' closet because their closet was big and it was a walk-in and my closet just wasn't set up that way. And so now I have my own closet to record from. So I'm excited about that. Um, Even though I still have a lot to do, I'm thankful for the process. Like I literally just kind of was walking through the rooms this morning and I just got a vision all of a sudden of how certain areas are going to look. So I'm excited. The next six months will probably be dedicated to, you know, just reorganizing and making me and my children's space our own. So um, when I got up this morning to drop my kids off to daycare, God just kind of put in my spirit. He's like, you know, we're it's you're in a renovation. Um, I felt overwhelmed because I'm like, oh my God, there's just stuff everywhere. And I just don't want to put things away, especially if there's stuff in what I got out of storage that I don't need. So it's taking me more time than I anticipated because I'm literally going through everything and I'm deciding what can stay, what, and what doesn't need to stay. And I'm just throwing things out that I don't have any use for. And God is just like, you're in a renovation when you decide to renovate, um, it first looks like a mess. It first looks like chaos. But when it all starts to come together, you have this beautiful product. Um, You have this beautiful image. You have this beautiful foundation that you've established because you decided to take the time to renovate. Um, So that's a whole word in itself. But yeah, so happy Monday, y'all. Today, I'm going to share a testimony. Um, Today's episode is called Can I Testify? Y'all know I love a good story time. Before I get into this story, I just want to make a um, 
just make you know a statement don't judge me y'all okay <laughs> one two i've learned my lesson since i made this decision and three even in our foolery even when we are not you know using our best judgment god still has a way of working things out on our behalf and i'm just so thankful for that so as y'all know just to recap i filed bankruptcy back in december um my bankruptcy closed out march 31st and i had a vehicle that i just i'm like i can't afford it it's not even functional. It don't, it's not even functioning the way that I needed to function for me and my children because it was a car. It was a 2014 Chevy Malibu. Um, Y'all know I got five kids. So me in a two row vehicle just doesn't make sense. Um, I needed a truck. I needed an SUV. I needed a three row vehicle that, you know, not only would provide, you know, the amount of space that I needed for me and my children, but something that I could pay cash with, something that would be reliable, that I wouldn't have to worry about buying a new vehicle anytime soon. Um, and something cute, you know, because at the end of the day, I still want to drive cute. I still want to look nice in the vehicle that I'm driving. So I ended up giving my car back after my bankruptcy filed. They came and got it. After my bankruptcy was discharged, they came and got it maybe four days after that. And um, I went a week without a vehicle. And so I ended up purchasing a truck a week later, like a few days before my birthday. And y'all, I love my truck. When I tell y'all I love my truck, I love my truck. I love the color of it on the outside. I love the interior. I love the fact that it has a sunroof. Like when I get in my truck, it feels like me. And so I've had my truck for about a month. Um, there's this lady who's teaching I'm under. And I think I've spoken to you guys about this before, but I've been under her ministry since December. And back in December, we made vision boards. So one of the things that I put on my vision board was that I wanted to purchase a three row vehicle um, that I'm going to pay for with cash that's under $5,000. And that's something that I ended up doing. So at the beginning of every month, we do this fast. We fast for three days out the month with the lady who's teaching I'm under. We fast for three days at the beginning of the month, and it's called giving God 10%. We give God 10% of our month each month in fasting and prayer. So on the third day of our fast, um, she, we, she just was going through and she was praying, and she ended up calling my name out, and um, she prophesied over my life, y'all. I'm not going to share the entire prophecy, but one of the things that she prophesied is that um, God is going to, that I'm going to testify every month for the next nine months. She said to me that God has already been blowing my mind, but he wanted to let her know that I haven't seen anything yet. So she literally said this to me um, last, what was that? The last day of our fast. Uh, maybe it was a maybe it was like the fifth I think somewhere around there right so I wrote it down because when she speaks certain things into my life like y'all I don't take it lightly I don't take it lightly I take it for what it is even if she doesn't call my name out when we're doing a fast if my spirit tells me it's for me I grab hold of it and I believe God for it because you know when a word is for you 
And so when you know when a word is for you, you got to hold on to it, whether your name is called out or not. And so this particular day, she prophesied over me, y'all. She called out my full government, my first and my last name. And um, I wrote it down. And one of the things that I held on to the most was the fact that she said, I'm going to testify every month for the next nine months. So can I testify today, y'all? I believe it was last Tuesday or Wednesday. I think it was last Tuesday. So it was the 11th. Um, my apartment, they were still working on it up until the 10th. And so on the 11th, I went and I did a walkthrough. Um, and y'all been anticipating moving into this place for a month now. And so I was excited about it on Tuesday. I was anxious about it. I didn't know how I was going to feel. And so when I walked into my place, I felt heavy. I didn't understand why I felt heavy. Y'all know I have a really big thing when it comes to spirit. So I'm like, I don't know if it's the spirit of whoever's been here, um, the workers, the person who lived here before. I don't know, but I felt heavy. And so when I left, I wasn't really excited. Um, I just felt heavy and I didn't understand it. I talked to my mom and I talked to my friend and I just told them, I'm like, I just feel heavy and I don't understand why. So um, I got off the phone with my friend. I went to the bank. Um, because I had my moving money in my wallet. And so I went to the bank to put the money in the bank. Um, the Holy Spirit had been dealing with me about carrying that type of cash around. And like literally, y'all, when I tell you the Holy Spirit beat me down that day about putting that money in my bank account, the Holy Spirit beat me down. And so I went and put the money in my account, you know, went back home, finished working. And um, I just prayed because I didn't understand that heaviness. Fast forward, it's time for me to pick my children up from daycare. Y'all, my kids have been going to the same daycare literally since my 13-year-old was three. Um, I go to drop them off. Well, no, I go to pick them up. I probably shouldn't do this, but I do. When I go to the daycare, these people are like family. I pull in front of the daycare. I leave my car running, running the daycare, get my kids. We leave. Well, on this particular afternoon um went in got my kids talked for a second not even two minutes y'all put my daughter in her car seat i go back outside my truck that i've had for a month is gone it's gone y'all when i tell y'all wallet in the car identification in the car phone in the car just car truck just gone um i had seen somebody on a bike when i pulled up but i didn't think anything of it because i always see people when i pull up to get my children um i literally ran outside i told my i ran outside went back in i'm like somebody stole my truck like somebody just stole my truck So y'all, y'all know I was completely blown, right? Like I didn't even cry. The first thing, honestly, so where my mind went is, oh my God, my wallet's in my car. My bank card's in my car. Let me call and cancel my bank card. Um, so I called the police, but right after I literally was on, I, me and my daycare providers, y'all, we go way back. When I tell y'all I've known them forever, they not even my daycare providers. The, the, that's my auntie and my cousin. Like, that is truly how I feel. That is the relationship that I have with them. So I'm on um, 
one cell, I'm on the cell phone calling the police. I'm on the daycare phone calling the bank because I need you to cancel my card. Got to put a block on my card. They're trying to ask me to verify all this information. I don't know this information. My wallet just got stolen. I, I don't know. I don't know my bank card number. No, you cannot send me a text to my phone because my phone was in the car when it got stolen. So they ended up putting a block on my card. The police got there right away. Um, the people who stole my car, like they literally hopped off their bike, y'all, and left the bike right in the parking lot and they got in my vehicle. And so um, after I talked to the police, I called my friend. I let her know what had happened. She couldn't believe it. Um, she's like, well, do you need me to come get you? I can leave work right away. I'm like, no, it's okay. My daycare provider is going to drop me off. Um, so she ended up dropping me and the kids off. And y'all, if something like this would have happened to me about nine months ago, when I tell you, when you allow God to work through you, when you truly allow him to work on the inner parts of you, it changes how you respond to situations when different things happen in your life. And granted, I shouldn't have left my car running. I've done it for so long, though. I just, it didn't, I've done it for so long. I've done it for a long time. But the thing about the devil is that when the enemy sees God working in your life, he literally waits for an opportunity to where you have your guard down or to where he may believe that you are going to slip in order for him to, it wasn't even about the truck for the enemy. That's what I realized. It wasn't about the truck. The enemy wanted a reaction out of me. He wanted me to, you know, act out in rage. He wanted me to break down. He wanted me to allow it to get the best of me. And granted, I was sad. Like when I got back to my friend's house, like, I just kind of kept it moving. I felt what I felt, but it's like at the end of the day, I still got to take care of my kids. Um, at the end of the day, I still have to work. Um, at the end of the day, it's just a thing. And so that's kind of how I took it to God. I'm like, you know what, Lord, forgive me for taking it for granted. Um, forgive me for not um, using more wisdom when it comes to this gift that you gave me because God blessed me with my truck, y'all. Just when I think about the way how I found my truck, I know it wasn't nothing but God. Um, and so my friend, she just kind of hugged me when she came in the house and y'all, I broke down, I cried, but then I kept it moving and her sister came over and talked to me and I'm like, you know what it is, what it is. It's just a thing. Like I love my truck, but you know what? God gave me this wonderful vehicle. One time he'll do it again. If it's not meant for me to have, then, you know, I'll just wait for whatever whenever he decides to bless me with another one. So when something like this happens, you know, people come out, the people start to tell you their stories. My sister's boyfriend's car got stolen. He hopped out his car and ran in Walgreens one day, left it running, came back out. His car was gone and he paid a car note on his vehicle. His car was gone for three months, y'all. Literally, I've literally, I talked to a couple of people who were telling me like, you know, about vehicles that they knew of people that was stolen and they had been gone for like three months. Literally the week before this happened to me, my therapist, her truck got stolen and it was about a week before she got hers back. And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, Lord, this probably isn't going to be 
in my mind, I'm like, Lord, this probably isn't going to be a quick process. But my spirit was telling me something different. My spirit was letting me know that it will be recovered and it will be, be recovered quickly. But even still, sometimes our spirit may tell us something. But because our mind works the way that it does, I didn't. I was hoping for the best, but I was preparing myself for the worst. But what I know about my God is that my God is a miracle working God. And I've literally watched God work miracles on my behalf over the past eight months that honestly, y'all, I don't have any explanation for it other than it being him. And so I ended up like going to bed early because y'all, your vehicle gets stolen that you just spent almost $5,000 on. And now you just left without a vehicle like you're not going to do nothing. Go to sleep either. I was mentally drained. And so I bathed my kids. I fed them. I took a shower and um, and I went to sleep. I think we were in bed before nine o'clock. Um, I woke up at around midnight and I like just kind of to go see what my friend was doing because she's a night owl. And usually I can go and sit in her room and talk to her. But. I just want to feel in it. I'm like, I just want to go back to bed. Y'all, I went back to bed and um, because I felt heavy. So I went back to bed, but then I woke up again at like four. But this time when I woke up, I got on my hands and my knees. I got under a blanket and I started to pray in tongues. And I just began to cry out to God. Um, as I'm crying out to God, y'all, I'm literally praying for the person who stole my vehicle. Because in my mind, you don't you don't know where a person's mind is when they did when they make a decision to do that. Um, I hate that we live in a world where people just take from people. But I just started to pray for God to reveal his identity to him. I began to pray for God to deal with those inner parts of him. I began to pray that if Lord, he doesn't know you, that he comes to know you. And as I'm praying, I'm praying in tongues. And at some point in my prayer, I just started to cry out to God. I'm like, Lord, I want my truck back. Like, Lord, you bless me with that truck. You gave that to me. And I want it back, Father God. I want it back. But if it's not meant for me to have, then fine. But Lord, I know you gave this to me as a gift. And I want it back, Lord. And so I went back to sleep, y'all. Woke up. I felt like a new person. Literally woke up two hours later. Felt like a new person. I'm all happy. Um, and I think even when something bad happens to me, God has a way of helping me to always see how blessed I am. So, yes, your truck was stolen, but God placed me in a community of women to where even if something bad happens to me, I have someone who I can still depend on. Um, my friend, she has a vehicle. Her sister lives next door. She has a vehicle. That entire week that I went without a car before I bought my truck, I was able to use my friend's sister's truck. And so I had asked her already, like, can I use your truck to drop the kids off to daycare? And I woke up that morning just smiling and I had a praise in my spirit and my kids was in good spirits and I got them ready. And as we're walking out the door, I could hear the Holy Spirit say, take your spare key with you. And so I'm like, OK, I'm going to take it just in case. Y'all, I'm walking out the door. I'm talking to God because this is what I do. I said to my I said to God, I said, you got to be a dumb criminal to park a car in the same neighborhood that you stole it from. Y'all, going to drop my kids off, decided to go up this one street. I'm like, okay, let me just look and see. I'm driving, I'm looking. I must have passed by a parking lot. I look, I stopped. 
I said, I know that is not my truck. Y'all pulled to the back, looked at the plates. My plates have like, you know, I had to buy me some cute, you know, like the, pl the plate frame. Seeing my plate frame, seeing the first two numbers of my of my plates. I'm like, this is my truck. Y'all, when I tell y'all I parked my friend's truck, parked her truck, locked her doors, got my babies out of the car, put them in my truck and pulled off. Somebody just so happens to be pulling off when I was putting them in my truck. And I asked them, I'm like, did y'all see who was driving this truck? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, it's stolen. It was stolen from me yesterday. This is the next morning, y'all. This is literally less than 24 hours that my vehicle was stolen from me. The, I ended up giving the people my number. They like, we gonna find out who stole it. Like they were just amazing. And they're like, and you just found it? I'm like, yeah. There are three things. Y'all may be shouting right now because I found my truck, but let me just tell y'all what I was shouting about yesterday. At noon, not yesterday, but when this happened. At noon that day, y'all, I had all of my moving money in my wallet. Literally over $1,000. I think it was a little less than $1,500 in my wallet. The Holy Spirit beat me down. Do you hear me? The Holy Spirit beat me down about putting that money in the bank. All morning, that's all I could hear the Holy Spirit say. You need to put this money in the bank. You need to put this money in the bank. Y'all, if I wouldn't have put my money in the bank when my truck was stolen, they would have came up off of me completely. But I heeded to the guidance that was given to me earlier that day. I have something com coming up soon to where I'm going to have to take a flight. So the other thing that I was concerned about is, oh my God, now I got to figure out how to get all new identification because my license is in my wallet and Y'all, when I got my truck, do y'all know that my entire wallet was on my seat? My license was in there, all of my insurance cards. The only thing that was missing was my debit card. The debit card that I had canceled as soon as they took my truck. Like, I'm just so thankful. I don't understand why God loves me the way that he does. And I literally said that to my friend. I said, can I tell you about how much God loves me? But he loves me so much. And I'm just so thankful to be able to hear from him and listen to him. And we may think that sometimes God does something to punish us. But a lot of times he does it to show himself approved. The whole time that I'm going through this, all I could hear is, y'all know I've been studying the book of Job. So all I can hear God saying to Satan is, have you tried my servant Jasmine? When God allowed Satan to test Job, Job lost everything. And what I'm learning is as I'm going through these different situations, and this is, there's other testimonies, there's other things that have happened to me over these past two months that God literally has been blowing my mind with. But it's like when I've learned to give things to him, even as I even even when my truck was stolen, I prayed and I said, Lord, you know what? I give it to you because I don't ever want to put anything over you. I don't ever want you to think that anything you give me or you bless me with holds a higher standard than you do because it doesn't because you made it. You gave somebody the mind to create this vehicle. I don't want you to ever think that I am going to become an idol of anything it is that you bless me with. So I give it to you, Lord God. 
I give you my vehicle, Lord, and I thank you for allowing me to have it the time that you allow me to have it. I thank you for how you bless me, Lord God, and I just want to thank you in advance for whatever blessing it is that you bring my way. I've learned to lay everything at God's feet, no matter what it is, no matter how big it is, no matter how small it is, I lay it at his feet because I'm at this place in my life where I can't allow things or people or even myself, even the way I feel sometimes. A lot of times anxiety will try to creep in and anxiety will sound bigger than God. I give it to him, y'all. So I laid my truck at his feet and I said, Lord, I give it to you. Have your way. Let your kingdom come, your will be done. Because if it ain't from you, I don't want it. But if it is from you, Lord, bring it back to me. And y'all, he brought it back to me. And I'm just so thankful. Um, don't put limitations on what God can do. Even just listening to people, how it took my therapist a week to get her truck back. It took my sister's boyfriend three months to get his back. There's other people who I heard stories of. It took them months. God recovered my vehicle in less than 24 hours. In less than 24 hours. And I'm just so thankful. The only song that I could hear in my head after I got my truck back was, uh, and I don't even know if these is the words, but it's the Kanye West song. And he'd be like, can I testify? I'm up in the spot looking extra fly. <laughs> and I literally sang that song in my head for like three days because I'm just so thankful. My only thing that I want to encourage y'all to do today is to just really get to a place within God where you're so buried and you're so covered in him that when things happen in your life, they don't overtake you. They don't overrule you. You are still able to bring yourself back to the father and remember how big he is. Y'all, he's a miracle working God. God saw a void in the earth and said, let there be light. And there was light. And that's my thing with him. Lord, if you can see a void in the earth and say, let there be light and there's light. You created this whole world in seven days. This little situation, it is nothing for you, Lord. I need you to work on my behalf. You said that I'm your anointed. You call me daughter. You call me friend. You chose me. You set me apart, Lord. I need you to work on my behalf, Father God. Work on my behalf, Lord. But even though I want you to work on my behalf, I still don't want it to be my will. Let it be your will. May your kingdom come, your will be done. And I honestly believe that God recovered it the way that he did just so I could testify so that he can get the glory. Because at the end of the day, this isn't about me. This isn't about me. This is, this is about him. This wouldn't have happened without him. So I shared this with my with the lady whose leadership I'm under. I shared it with this group, with the Facebook group that we have. And um, now I'm sharing it with you today. And so I pray that it encourages you no matter where you are right now in your life. Don't count God out. Know that there is still a miracle that can be worked on your behalf. And he don't just do it one time. God wants to continue to do supernatural things in your life. That is his desire for us as his children. He wants us to live a life of abundance. He doesn't desire for us to live a life of lack. We just have to learn to put our full trust in him. And we just have to learn to heed to the Holy Spirit when he gives us guidance. So that's all I have for y'all today. Um, I hope this helped you in some way. I'm still not really on social media, y'all, a little bit, but y'all can always follow me if you're not already doing so. I am Jasmine Zaytier on Instagram, Beautifully Wounded Podcast on Instagram, and Jasmine Zaytier on Facebook. So until next time, that's all that I have.
Talk to y'all later. Bye.